You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's do it, everybody. Let's plate it for a new week on Sunday, August 19th and Monday, August 20th. This is Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for listening and tuning in as we talk about your Detroit Lions each and every day. And unfortunately, I have to recap what was an ugly performance Friday night at Ford Field where the Lions get housed by the Giants 30-17. to Regardless of score and everything else, it was not a good performance. It was actually a pathetic performance from the Lions who dropped to 0-2 in the preseason. Matt Derry with you. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, checking us out right here on Megaphone.fm, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on Lions for today is proudly brought to you by our friends at VividSeats.com. Guys, you're looking for tickets? You want to know where to go? Download the app or go to VividSeats.com. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 10% off your first ticket order. We'll tell you more about VividSeats.com in a little bit. All right, coming up on the program today, again, a brutal, brutal performance on Friday night by the Lions. What do they have to do to get this thing turned around and look a little bit better for Friday night's dress rehearsal in Tampa, 8 o'clock on CBS? Uh, because the first two preseason games have not been very, very good. We'll tell you what Pro Football Focus thought of the Lions and the top five players, both on offense and defense, that graded out the best. We'll tell you who those guys are are coming up momentarily. Ricky Jean Francois, the Lions defensive tackle, with some pretty bold statements after the game. What did he say and what effect will it have on the locker room? We'll talk about that today. Injuries, a concern. We'll get into that as well. One of the best Lions special teams players, Likely going to be done for the year, and the team has already, it appears, uh, signed his replacement, at least on the defensive side of the ball. We'll tell you who that is coming up as well. And you got to give Matt Patricia a little bit of flack for what's going on, including a bizarre play call at the end of the first half, which made absolutely no sense. We'll get into all of that right here on Locked on Lions. Thank you for listening and participating. When you do participate, it's usually on Twitter or Facebook. Derry Speaks, follow me on Twitter, D-E-R-Y Speaks. And your comments are always welcome, too, on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. All right, so let's go back and talk about it. Friday night, the Lions stunk up the joint at Ford Field, 30-17. to They got dominated on both sides of the ball by the Giants, especially up front again. We are two, uh, through two preseason games, two. And the Lions do not have a single sack of the quarterback, whether it's Derek Carr, whether it was Davis Webb, um, uh, Kyle Lola, uh, Loletta, whoever these, these people are, the Lions can't get to the quarterback. And it's a big, big concern. Very big concern. Uh, the Lions continue to have trouble covering tight ends. Jarrell Adams and Rhett Ellison this past Friday night for the Giants running free. Uh, you know, Adams caught three passes. Ellison caught a couple of balls. Uh, the Lions are having their issues defensively getting to the quarterback, which was a problem last year, and guarding, and guarding tight ends and backs of the backfield, which was also a problem last year. Um, they have some players that Bob Quinn has drafted over the last couple of years, uh, including two years ago. Uh, the, the classroom two years ago, Taylor Decker had a terrible game Friday night, got abused by Olivier Vernon. Uh, Jared Davis, last year's number one pick, still can't cover anybody out of the backfield. He can pursue... And he's staying in his gaps against the run pretty well. But as far as a coverage linebacker, that is not Jared Davis at all. And Ashawn Robinson, two years ago, second-round pick, is now out there in garbage time in the fourth quarter, playing late into the fourth quarter the other night. A very, very stunning and surprising move. 
But it just goes to show that right now he's been demoted. And a guy like Ricky Jean Francois, who's uh, you know uh, signed off the street very late, is getting a lot more reputable snaps, at least so far here in the preseason, um, through two games, than Ashawn Robinson is. Now, again, Ashawn started in Oakland. Ricky Jean didn't play. But Francois might be the guy that's going to have to be that run stuffer and and that and that and that you know space eater in the middle because Ashawn is not getting it done. Um, what else do you want to say about Friday night? Number one, the Lions looked ill prepared, and give Matt Patricia some credit because he took the heat and took the blame post game, both on the radio when he was being interviewed on the post game show by Lomas Brown who now takes over for Jim Branstadter, not only as color commentator on the radio, but in that role of interviewing the coach and some players post-game, but also on the podium, basically saying, put it on me, etc. cetera. Um, I'm okay with that. I have no issue with that. But what I have an issue with with the coach is, you know, here we are at 10-3, to 3, you know, closing in on that first half. The Lions had all sorts of issues, you know, blocking the Giants in the first half. Matthew Stafford hit a bunch of times, a couple of times. Uh, it was not pretty. You know, Olivier Vernon running around Taylor Decker. You know, the, the whole the whole first half was ugly offensively. But here are the Lions sitting on the Giants' 32-yard line, and it's fourth and one. Well, what do we know about this Lions team that must get better? Short yardage situations. We don't need to see Matt Prater attempt a 49-yard field goal, which, by the way, he missed. But... For Matt Patricia to not go for it on fourth and one late in the first half made absolutely no sense. We don't need to see Matt Prater. We know what we have in Matt Prater here, guys. And you guys as Lions fans know that too. He had already kicked a 44-yarder earlier in the game, in the first quarter. Go for it on fourth and one, Matty P. What are you doing? We're going to kick a field goal? Is Jim Caldwell still here? I thought that was really soft. Now, I understand, hey, you want to go in the locker room with some momentum or you know, make it 10-6, to 6, less than a touchdown game. Who cares about the score? To me, show us you can make a yard. And show your team you have the confidence in them to make a yard, even if it's the preseason. Instead, late in the first half, he elected to kick the field goal, and Prater hit the upright. So I, I thought that was a very weak move by Matt Patricia. All around. It was not, it wasn't, the the, the team looked ill-prepared. The defense is having its issues. The offense can't block anybody. Um, Giants ran for 96 yards on Friday night. The Lions ran for 67. Not a lot of holes there. LeGarrette Blunt, I got the most carries of anybody with 11. Only averaged 2.9 a carry. Carry on Johnson only got four carries, which is not enough. And Amir Abdullah continues to be showcased and was really put in a lot of different positions early in the game. Out of the backfield, catching the football, having to pick up a blitzer on pass pro, and also running the football. It appears the Lions are playing Amir a lot, especially early in these preseason games, to showcase him. Now, again, they may want to keep him. They may need him with injuries, and etc. But it's very interesting how much run Amir Abdullah is getting with the first team very early in these first two preseason games. All right. So we got to Matt Patricia. Let's talk about uh, Ricky Jean Fran. Well, actually, no. Let's talk about Pro Football Focus first, because I want to get to Ricky Jean's comments momentarily. But Pro Football Focus, of course, our friends at ProFootballFocus.com rates uh, all the teams, top five players, uh, and, to- and, and top five offensive players, and top five defensive players. They give rankings for everybody. 
If you look on offense for the Lions, you'll notice one thing. Michael Roberts was the highest-rated Lion at 73.2. Brandon Powell, 72.3. Teal Redding, 70.3. Marvin Jones, 69. And Frank Ragnow at a 67.5. Now, again, the Lions offense started to click a little bit in the second half against the Giants' third and fourth stringers. And that is why, guys, I mean... You know, Michael Roberts did a good job blocking. He only made one catch. Brandon Powell and, and Teal Redding continue to make plays. But again, those guys are fighting for the fifth wide receiver spot. If you noticed, Frank Ragnow is the only offensive lineman to make the top five. The Lions had their issues all night in just, you know, protecting the quarterback, pushing the Giants' uh, defensive front back. It was a bad night for the offensive line. Uh, defensively, highest rated Lion for the entire night both offense and defense, was Tavon Wilson, the uh, safety at an 89.2, had a pretty good game, and was kind of flying around the field. Darius Slay at an 85.1, but again, the Giants didn't play Odell Beckham Jr. Freddie Bishop continues to impress the former Western Michigan product. uh, Four tackles on the night. Didn't have any sacks or hurries or anything, but Freddie Bishop was flying around a little bit. Uh, at a 73.9, Quandre Diggs, 73.8, and Christian Jones, the linebacker, who played pretty well in the first half and made a nice tackle for a loss, showed he could go side-to-side, went a 72.9. But again, all five of those top players that I mentioned on defense, Wilson, Slay, Bishop, Diggs, and Jones, none of them are defensive tackles or defensive ends. Freddie Bishop is sort of a rush linebacker type, um, but the Lions continue, continue to struggle in getting to the quarterback. And I'm surprised that this team hasn't signed another D-tackle or is not looking for one. Bob Quinn was very, very specific. Not very specific, but he mentioned to Matt Shepard and Chris Spielman on the Channel 7 broadcast the other night, or Channel 2 broadcast the other night, that he wouldn't be surprised if this team signed one or two more guys you know, when, you know, after final cuts and that this team is not done in bringing in more players, which is a good thing because this team is desperately in need of another pass rusher, and another defensive tackle. So those are your PFF grades. Uh, not pretty performance, certainly, on Friday night. I mean, Davis Webb. My God, Davis Webb started the game for the Giants in place of Eli Manning and shredded the Lions. 14 out of 20, 140 yards passing, a touchdown, and a passer rating of 106.3. PFF had him at a 78.5, higher than any Lions offensive player. This is Davis Webb, and I know it's the preseason, and I'm not going to put too much stock into it. I still think the Lions have a good football team. I still think the Lions need to address the defensive line. I think the offensive line will play better once T.J. Lang is out there. And I know Decker had a bad game. Look, Olivier Vernon makes a lot of left tackles look bad. So I'm pumping the brakes on going too crazy here. But... Some things need to be cleaned up. And we've seen this before from Matt Patricia-led defenses where they struggle early, adjustments are made, and by middle of the season to the end of the season in the playoffs, they are clicking. Hopefully that is the same um, you know, game, uh, you know, hopefully that's the same playbook that we've seen in the past. But it has not been a pretty start to the preseason, that is for sure. Want to go to some NFL games, guys? You want some tickets? You know where to go. Vivid Seats. They're an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing you fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. Vivid Seats offers great prices for NFL games and all live events. All right? So you want to go see the Lions in a couple of weeks against the Jets? Don't sit around watching the Lions from home. 
when you can be at Ford Field in the crowd cheering in person thanks to our friends at Vivid Seats. They're offering Lockdown Lions listeners 10% off your first ticket order when you use our exclusive promo code LOCKDOWN. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKDOWN. New customers only. The offer is good through the end of this month. All right, time's running out. Preseason regular tickets, uh, regular season tickets are available. Lions are kicking off the home schedule September 10th, Monday night football against the Jets. You want to be there for all the excitement? It's simple. Go to VividSeats.com or download the app and enter the promo code LOCKEDON for 10% off your first order. Off-season's done. NFL is back. It's awesome. Vivid Seats wants to help you get to the game. Go to VividSeats.com. All right, so we talked about the pro football focus grades. We've talked about uh, just everything that has uh, has you know has come with what's going on with the Lions and, and this performance the other night, which was which was pretty ugly. And I've kind of recapped as much of it as I can. One thing that I really liked uh, the other night, and I saw this um, courtesy of Will Birchfield from the '97 won the ticket had the entire quote. Ricky Jean Francois was pissed off Friday night. And while some of his teammates and some of his fellow defensive linemen, and I have some spies, some of his fellow defensive linemen were the first out of that locker room and the first to the, to the valet to get their cars after the game. Ricky Jean Francois stayed after the game and basically tore into his team. Quote, it's disheartening to see us not perfect our technique. It's disheartening to see us not execute what we executed the whole week. It's hard not to see certain things that you sit in a building from morning to night to go over. Then when we get down the field, we don't get it done. There's so much you can do within that building to improve, but we have to come together as a group. The coaches can talk until they're blue in the face. We have to come together as a team, and we have to show Matt Patricia that we can master everything that he asks us to do, because if we don't, it's going to be a long season. And we aren't trying to have no long season around here this year. It doesn't matter that it's the preseason. It's a game that's being played with other professional athletes that get paid the same as you or just above you that want to execute everything in the preseason. Only way you're going to be good in the off season, in the season is if you got to execute in the preseason. you got to execute in the OTAs. you got to execute in the offseason. If you don't do all those things, the season is nothing. He continues, they put everything in that building for us to be successful. It's up to you to take advantage of that. There's no such thing as tired. We should not be tired for no reason. you got enough time to go home. you got enough time to sleep. Get time to study. you got time to take care of your body. There's no excuses. We have no excuses. Wow. We have to come in tomorrow. We have to come together as a group. We have to look in the mirror at ourselves, and we have to get this thing done right. End quote. That is from veteran defensive tackle Ricky Jean Francois. This is the first time that I can remember in a while that you have a veteran player on defense really, really speaking up. Glover Quinn has done it before, um, but the Lions really haven't had that guy. Haloti Nada was a, a veteran leader type on the defense, but for Ricky Jean Francois to come out and, and talk the way he talked after the game, I think is refreshing. I really, really like it. And he's quickly uh, becoming a guy that, that you have to really like. Because look, the bottom line is this, the Lions have to perform. All right, we're seeing in the preseason, you know, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers and some of the Packers perform. The Bears are having some success in the preseason. And Trey Burton, their new tight end, apparently has looked like a, a beast. All right, the Vikings' offense was not good yesterday, but we've seen the Vikings perform. We've not seen the Lions perform yet so far in the first two preseason games. I don't care that they lost them, but we haven't seen a ton of positives coming out of either game. 
And what we're seeing with the linebackers unable to cover anybody, with the D-line not being able to get to the, to the quarterback, with the O-line not protecting the quarterback, these are all things we've seen in the past, and the past being last year. So if these things are going to continue, it is going to be a long year. But there's somebody other than the coach stepping up and making the comment, and that was Ricky Jean Francois, and I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I love it. I really do. I dig it. So hopefully the Lions follow his lead, and hopefully Friday night in Tampa, which is the you know dress rehearsal game when the starters play the most, this team turns it around. That Tampa team stinks. Go down there and look better. Again, I don't care if they win or lose, but go down there and perform. And this team hasn't done it the first two preseason games at all. And there's some guys, some Bob Quinn guys, very highly drafted, not getting it done right now. But I think Taylor Decker is going to be fine. I do. I think there's no way Ashawn Robinson is this bad. No way. I think Jared Davis will get better. So I'm going to give this coaching staff, Patricia, Pasqualoni, all these guys, the benefit of the doubt. But I got to say it, tell it like I see it so far, and it hasn't been good. All right, it appears that the Lions will have an injured Steve Longa for the entire season. Uh, reports from Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network and the Lions uh, have not put him on injured reserve yet, but it appears that the linebacker, the backup linebacker, and very good special teamer and a leader in that in that locker room, guys that, that really the, the guys really follow him. Steve Longa appears to have torn his ACL in a non-contact play uh, that Loletta kid scored on that quarterback keeper and was rolling out left. Zettel over pursued longer than kind of kind of uh, um, you know planted his left knee and then the knee gave out. So it appears to be a non-contact torn ACL for Steve Longa. Reports from me and Rapport say he's done for the year. The team today did address uh, a roster spot by signing uh, former Patriots cornerback. I know you're surprised at that, and Saints cornerback Sterling Moore um, to a contract. Moore played for the Raiders. Uh, he's been with the Patriots. Played very well for the Pats a few years ago. Has bounced around the last five years with Dallas, Tampa, New Orleans. Uh, his best season was 2016. He started 12 games for the Saints in 2016. 56 tackles, 13 passes defended, and two interceptions. So a veteran cornerback is in, in Sterling Moore, which I find interesting because the Lions do have a bevy of linebackers. The question is where are they all going to play? Guys like Freeney. Uh, Jones, um, Kennard, Jalen Reeves-Maben. But the Lions really you know, have been pretty set, you'd think, at cornerback with Slay and Lawson and Shad and Tabor. And then Agnew and Diggs and Quandre Diggs can play both corner and safety. But they've gone out and they've signed um, a guy that Matt Patricia is familiar with, Sterling Moore, former Patriot, former Saint, who was available. The team has picked him up today, and it appears he will likely take the roster spot of Steve Longa, but... Nothing has been uh, announced by the team just yet in terms of Longa's a roster spot. So there's going to be some injuries in the preseason. You hate seeing a guy like that go down on a play like that. And by the way, it was a terrible play by the Lions in allowing that kid to uh, to roll out Kyle Laletta and run in a, a 10-yard touchdown there. But that was the kind of night it was Friday night. There were some boo birds Friday night at Ford Field. So not a good performance by the Lions. Hopefully, again, Friday night is better against Tampa.
right, that'll do it for us here on Locked On Lions for the weekend edition, the recap of Sunday or Friday's debacle at Ford Field where the Giants won 30 to 17. Not a lot of positives, you know, other than like Redding and Brandon Powell and those guys fighting for that fifth uh, wide receiver spot. It was not a great performance, certainly by the Lions. And, you know, this team, this team must perform better in this third preseason game. Because you guys are sick and tired of seeing a lot of the same things that keep occurring. And I give Matt Patricia credit. He addressed it right away, both on the radio interview, like I said before, and on the podium. You know, this is not who we are. We must do a whole lot better. We got to go back to the drawing board. Um, and those those things are are need to need to be addressed. They've got to get TJ Lang healthy for sure on that offensive line. You just see they're better when he's in there. And he hasn't played in the first two preseason games. Um So Friday night, Tampa, 8 o'clock, hoping that this team can get this thing turned around and at least look better for their dress rehearsal. And boy, oh boy, when Matthew Stafford's being hurried and rushed and knocked down a couple of times and sacked twice, he he was sacked as many times as, as, as past completions. Two. Two out of five, two sacks. It's going to be a long year if that kid gets hurt. Matt Derry with you. Locked on Lions for Sunday and Monday. We'll do it again tomorrow.